I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. The following... The following... The following journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Started down as a wrinkle in his brain when they hit a brand new guy hit the puzzle game setting out on a journey podcast into the masses formed a pop family kicking out your asses now the walking dead is dead and the end game was won but the war it isn't over because the battle's just begun the boys are back in action can't you see Nate and Brando laid down the OGs of JIC what's up Deuterinos welcome back to the OGs right here power what, what? We're coming at you sort of live through the power of the Journey to Comics Network. This is episode two. I see what you did there. Of the OGs. We're laying it down today. The OGs of JIC. The one and only Nate Phillips. Hey, how's it going, brother? It's... And let me do the introduction for you. The one and only part two of the OGs of JIC. Welcome back to the show for the second week in a row. Brando. Well, thanks for that humble, humble introduction. Oh, dude, it's good to be back. The first episode went great. Uh, as we record this, it's actually just one day removed from going live, and it's already got a good reaction from almost everybody that's heard it, everybody that we've talked to anyway. Uh, in pure fashion, and uh, we made the intro with one day before it went live. Not, not, not even one day. It was like hours. Let's talk about that. Can we talk about that story real quick? Absolutely. Let's talk about together? it. Okay, so... You know, we discussed doing the show. We decided we're going to do the show. We put the show together. You came to me with the idea, like, we need to use this specific song from the Draxus history because it's it's a total different flavor than, you know, anything on the network now. Well, also, it's also a another wink because Manipulator was used as the intro for JIC. This is another Draxus song used even though i wasn't in the band when this song was done when i heard the you know the, when you have the name ogs oh, uh, to me i was just hearing hip-hop i was hearing something different and nothing else you know we're all metalheads a lot of us or punkers or uh you know just we have we're all different backgrounds but there's not really a whole lot of hip-hop flavor on the network and i'm like you know what here lately i've been in this weird musical funk where I just, uh, I, I, yeah, I have stuff, my, my, my tried and true favorites that I'll, I'll jam to. But when it comes to music, I'm like, uh, I'm looking through stuff on Spotify and, and I see 90s hip hop playlists. And all of a sudden, I'm rolling down the street, smoking Indo and sipping on gin and juice. I'm laid back with your mind on your money and your money on your mind. Absolutely. And it's just like, I, 
I remember liking a lot of this stuff and going through not everything, but like Snoop, Dre, Pac, uh, going back, and also um, oh, there was an uh, there was another song. Oh man, what was it? Uh, it's gonna bug me now. Uh, I I literally don't play don't play music on the show. Thank you. <laughs> it's one, it's one of those. Say, Miranda, well, it's one of those things. Copyright fairies. No, we ain't doing that crap. No copyrights here. Uh, but like, oh, I fight every copyright. Fuck them. Well, right. Uh, you know, I, like when, when we get copyrights uh, claims on YouTube, they're like, we're gonna, we're gonna run ads. You can't make money off of this. I'm like, jokes on you, pal. <laughs> that's how i feel kind of yeah <laughs> but uh oh crap uh opp you down with opp naughty by nature yeah you know me uh yes and then uh oh crap all about the benjamins it was a little bit of, of, of a puff daddy from back in the day a little bit of will smith on here old school summertime and it's just like there's a lot of stuff on here that I could jam to. And it's like, we as people, we as music fans, I like the mindset of having an open mind and being, uh, being open, even though I have my preferences, even with the genres that I do like, uh, you know, don't just turn away a whole genre of music just because, well, some of it maybe today makes you crinkle your nose, like with country or rap for me. I don't really like a lot of that. The only modern country artist I even like is Zach Brown. Uh, everything else, just, man, I, I ain't digging it. You know what? I do, I don't necessarily like the song, but that Lil Nas X, Old Town Road, I actually support this guy because his song got kicked off of the country music charts for not being country enough. Jokes on all them though too. Well, well then, because the he got the song got pulled off the hot charts, and then Billy Ray Cyrus comes in. And he goes, "No, no, this guy has every right, whether he's a hip hop dude or not. Country, any music, whether it's rock, country, pop, even rap, should not necessarily be lumped into just that genre." Cause you can have crossover can cross genre. Hell we, yeah. We all have different influences. We all like this dude had country influences. He's from the South. He's from Georgia area. And so when he's thinking about his childhood and what songs getting played, it's old school country. So he's like, I'm going to pay homage to that. I'm going to do that. And then he did. And he, whatever your opinion is on it, he should be able to be on that chart because what the song that he did is not any freaking different than these big pop. Nashville country artists that are out right now that, ha- that I don't oh, know absolutely and it's just I support that so when it came time to do this intro and I'm thinking of you know trying to brainstorm ideas and I mentioned the hip hop thing we we threw a few ideas around at first and then I'm like you know what that would be a cool little Easter egg Easter egg number two for the intro it was like there's that song there's a cool beat big props to our good buddy Tony Jenkins from Draxus. Uh, from that time, coming up with that killer bass lick. It's awesome, awesome bass lick. I love it. Uh, we should give props to their drummer, too, whoever that guy was. He was yeah. pretty fucking at the time. Yeah, you know, like, you know, for, you know, he's just kind of dicking around the drums, trying to figure shit out. Look at where I am now. Isn't that fucking weird? It It, it is kind of weird. But. Because Tony always said, man, you need to really, you need to be a fucking drummer, man. You need to be a fucking drummer, man. <laughs> 
It's you know, uh, it, it, and it's it's really weird the pathways that we go down. So uh, so I hit that up with you, and then we you know, we kind of talk it out, and then I'm at work. I worked my freaking ass off this week, uh, two fourteen hour days in a row. Well, after what your job pulled, brother, like man, it's unfortunate you had to do this. The, uh, I worked extra over my shutdown, and I've never done it before. Even as a temporary, when you don't get paid for it, I was broke. I was like, dude, I don't ever get time off. I'm gonna take this time off, and just even if it's at home playing video games, it's probably what I did most of the time back then. Uh, that's what I did. I'm like, I don't have to go to work. It's cool. Uh, and then I got full time, and then you get paid for it. So then I just decided to keep that tradition going, except now I get paid for it. And oh yeah, yeah. So now I'm like, I need to you know save some extra money for you know for the second baby, uh, which by the way, the name has been officially announced. Is it Vegeta? It is not Vegeta. Damn it. Okay, so so we were keeping that name secret, and then Wyatt blabbed it today. So uh, or yesterday. <laughs> So it's not a secret anymore. Uh, Owen, oh. Owen Thomas. Oh, I love it. So we got Wyatt Russell and Owen Thomas. Some some real older, not necessarily trendy. I mean, Wyatt's kind of coming, becoming more popular now. Uh, but um, I love the Owen nod. Wink. It was. Uh, I'll tell that story some other time. But anyway, back to this. Sure. Uh, man. I was just like kind of, you know, about this intro. I, I worked so hard. Work screwed me over. I didn't, I, I've never got a check for working that much extra over my shutdown because the way it works is that you can work and get your days back because they, they put vacation time on those days. So you can just go and do whatever you want and still get paid for it. But if you come in and work that time, you can exchange your work hours, get paid for that, uh, but then you get your day back, right? So then you yeah, can sweet. take that day and schedule it whenever you want. Well, whenever you can. Quote. But I didn't want that. I wanted one day for that concert up north uh, coming up with Demons and Wizards. And then I wanted, the rest, yeah. I wanted the rest paid out in my pocket because I want to save money for Owen. And uh, I did. I never had to check that big. Or not that big. I've had to check that big. But not never from working shutdown. So I didn't look at the nitty gritty. Well, they, they didn't pay me one day that I was owed and they overpaid me time and a half, eight hours and double time, eight hours. So I had to do some math. I had, I had two eight hour days of extra pay coming to me. So that covers that double time. And I had to work enough extra overtime to cover that eight hours of time and a half. So uh, I only had a few days to figure it out. So I just stayed and I worked extra. I would get up every day about four o'clock in the morning and I, I would get home at about nine, nine fifteen. In the after, in the evening, fuck that, bro. With enough time to eat dinner, grab a shower, and go right back to bed to do it all again the next day. Uh, yeah, it was a long week. Uh, I had to do it, but I had time to think. And during that time, uh, I started writing the lyrics for what would become the intro that you heard in episode one, and and of course this episode. And I, whenever I write something. I want to tell a story. I want that to convey. You know, we we had to try and figure out what this show was going to be. What is this show at all? You know, we don't we we're still trying to figure that out as we're going, but we kind of have a a basic idea. You and me are 
We're not going to get together. We're not going to read headlines. We're not going to see the latest and greatest thing now today. Screw that. We're just going to try and pick a topic and just fucking talk. And we're going to talk and people are going to listen. And they're going to like it. That's, that's how it's going to be. That's all it's going to do. We're, we're here. We're going to have fun. We're going to laugh. But I'm like, all right. So we like in the intro, I decided to tell that story. And, and like, if you listen to it, you can hear certain words that are chosen. You can hear the, you know, the start of where we got together. Uh, you know, when you called me all those years ago or messaged me, said, hey, I collect comics now. And I said, I collect games now. And you're like, we should totally talk on the podcast. And like I said, we should. We totally should. And then that started. And then we formed a network. And then I left. And then things circled back around. And we have this opportunity to do something different. And I wanted to convey that in the lyrics. No, yeah, you did a fucking absolutely fantastic job. And on the flip side, like, you know, we had a couple ideas on how we were going to make this intro happen. We were going to reach out to one of our buddies who's in in the industry and actually, you know, does this for a living. Logistically, it's like, you know, who knows if it could work out or whatnot. And who's to say that that may never happen in the future? Maybe it will. Maybe it could. Maybe we can have a different spin on it down the road who knows if there's one thing that i've learned uh and 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 obviously you as well nate you never know where our journeys are going to take us man it's fucking crazy brando it is absolutely insane so i want to take you guys to my perspective a little bit on this intro because that's my voice that's rapping you know in there (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, I didn't come at this. Like some people might think that I'm just like a metalhead that just like, like, fuck it. I'm not going to try. And I didn't put it, but like, I really love love rap and I love really intelligent rap. And I look at like artists like Eminem and logic and Lil Dicky and these guys who can like ludicrous, who can put together extremely fast, high intensity verses with, lots of lyrical content that's clever and that can make your mind think while you're also listening to this really great rap song. So when I read your lyrics, I was like, fuck, he actually like did exactly what I love about good rap. Like you took the things like it's not written, you know, that that's not necessarily written to be the fastest rhyme ever. And I wasn't trying to get it in in 12 seconds and speed run it or anything, but it was like, Oh my gosh, this is going to work so well. So you wanted necrophobic and I'm like, Brando, I hope to God you have it. Cause I do not <laughs> like, I don't know how I usually have backups of everything. For some reason, both of my music folders are gone and I'm very upset about it, which means my Zoom literally has all my music and that's it. So I have to hurry up and get my Zoom like in working order and save all my shit really, really fast. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun task, or I'm gonna have to start from scratch. It's gonna be really sucky, but anyways. So uh, we oh my god, pizza just got delivered to me live on the podcast. This is amazing. Thank you, Whoa. I love you. That was amazing. Yeah, that was that was great how that just happened. But um, so I was like, Brando, you have to have this song, man, because if not, we're fucked. And you're like, I I I I'm pretty sure. I think I, I might. You're like, dude, I, th- I think I might have it. I'm pretty sure I have it somewhere. You know, I need to figure it out. 
And then my, my wheels were just on like, you know me. So when I get on something, it's like I have to see it through. And I came in here on Thursday in the comic room, and I've got the whole setup now. And I was like, man, uh, I need Necrophobic now. I need that song now. How am I going to get it? What am I going to do? I look at my files. I definitely don't have it. And it hits me like lightning through the window, bro. My brain's like, oh, shit. There's a copy of it on my dad's. There's a copy of it on my dad's computer in Hoopston. I'm two hours away. And then my next thought is, how the fuck do I get it off of that computer into me and convey it to him in such a manner that we're going to be able to get this all worked out. So I call my dad up. I'm like, hey, man, I need you to do me a favor. And he's like, what's that? And I was like, I need you to go on the computer, and I need you to find the this file for me, and I'm going to walk you through where it should be. So I take him through, go to music, go to iTunes, go to iTunes Media, find the Draxus folder, find it in theaters. It's track like six. Nope. Nope. It's not coming up. That doesn't exist. Nope. There's no Draxus folders. There's nothing. None of that. That doesn't exist. No, you don't. I don't have it. And I was like, you don't have it. You have to have it. So I'm like, okay, now we're going to try something different. Open up file explorer and I'm going to have you search this word and it's going to look weird. And you might ask a lot of questions, but just trust me. And I have him type out any CRO, P-H-O-B-I-C, necrophobic, and it pops up. And do you know what his first response was, Brando? What's that? You copied a fucking Slayer song? (laughs) (laughs) So, because I have that album on the computer as well, so that song also pops up. So, yeah, we had that conversation. That was funny. And then I had to have him sign in the Dropbox, and I got him to put the file on there. Dude, as soon as, literally as soon as the file popped up, I believe, I was like, we have it. Now we're cooking with oil. I came back here. I had the file. I sat down. I read your lyrics. I went through them a couple times. I made a few short edits to try to get it to, like, line up and mesh how you guys end up hearing it in the intro there. And it was like three takes, bro. And it wasn't that hard. And I felt really good. And there were a couple versions where I moved where the vocals started. And it was really weird or out of sync. And it was there were some really funny moments, like blooper versions, if you will, that were making me laugh really fucking hard. Because um, it was like I was trying to catch up to the beat. And I could never catch it, you know, because I had pushed <laughs> it a little bit ahead. So, uh, yeah, man, as as always, here we are squeaking out an intro right before the first episode, even though we were like pretty resolved on like, well, it's the first episode. It doesn't really need an intro. That's fine. You know, it, it's just fine. Yeah. All right. So newsflash for anybody listening to this now, we've been t- talking for probably what about, about 20 minutes now, right? Into the show. Yeah. And uh, I we are recording a little bit different than we normally record our shows together. Uh, And 
the reason for that was because of a storm in Nate's neck of the woods. And uh, we may have a little bit of issue. If you guys are listening to this, we're not sure how we're going to put this together. Because, Nate, there's one thing I forgot when uh, when recording through Streamlabs, my friend. Uh-oh. When it, when it mixes out the video, the, the, the audio track is in stereo. It condenses both audio tracks into one, so you can't just. I can't just send you Brando. It's going to be both of us. Well, I mean, I can also take my. I mean, whatever version sounds better, we'll just use it, man. It's not a biggie. Okay. Are you concerned with it? All right, all right. I'm just wanted to lay that out there because you were talking about that, and I'm looking at my Streamlabs and everything, and I'm like, oh crap, I forgot about that. <laughs> anyways intro's done show goes up it's doing very well thank you guys for checking out that first episode of a brand new show without any sort of real hype in a weird way podcastrophy 96 was the pilot episode hitting the reset button was the pilot episode for the ogs and that's kind of what we want to keep it uh we do know there's a there there's an update. This show's gonna be every other Friday, alternating al- alternating with the Voice of Survival and the Journey to Comics Network. We know the release dates for all the episodes until October eighteenth. As Owen is due on the twentieth, he may come a little early, a little late, who who knows? But for twenty nineteen, you're guaranteed eight episodes of this show. And then why it's gonna be born, we're we're gonna take a break, hit the holidays. And then we'll we'll come back. We we'll, don't know if this is going to be uh, a permanent every other week thing, a seasonal, a thing for a while, and we take a break. I don't know. We'll get that figured out when that time comes. But Nate, yes, sir. I saw something today that inspired me because we we we're, we're not going to put too much thought into uh, a show layout. That's not this show. We're not doing that on the show. We don't want to take you guys on this big out. We're not going to have an outline for the show. We're going to converse. We're going to talk. We're going to make, you know, make jokes and make people laugh. I saw something today that really took me back and inspired it because uh, it inspired the topic. Weird shit that you buy on the internet or can buy on the internet. And of course, this all started in more recent memory because of the gamer girl who's selling her bathwater. She gave a bunch of dudes herpes, allegedly. Well, I also heard that there's no trace of human DNA in the bathwater. All she needed to do was get some sink water, put a little dish soap, take her fucking finger, stir the fucking dish soap for like 45 seconds, Jar that shit up and send it to some dumb motherfuckers who drank it, allegedly. So obsessed with this girl, they needed to taste her. She is very attractive. I'm not going to say she's not. Not necessarily my type, but she is very attractive. Would I want to drink water that came off of her body? I don't think so. Well... I mean, unless it was coming directly off of her body in a very specific situation. 
if you found yourself in a situation, yeah, found yourself in a situation where she is now showering you with her love, literally. Ooh. Then maybe, not that that's ever going to happen. So, she sold five hundred bottles for thirty dollars, and sold out in a weekend. Woo! She had very specific requests for some of these. They, they they wanted the water to be dripping off of her body in certain spots. They they wanted her to pee in it. Yellow food coloring. Drip drip. I only drink water, so my pee is always clear. It's in there. <laughs> <laughs> so that inspired me to look up and start scouring the interwebs for weird shit. And we're going to bounce back and forth with this because I have not sent you send you any of mine yet. And what we're going to do is that we're 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 going to send each other the picture and uh, talk about it. So, numero uno, why is it when you go to share an image and it brings up messages from another app that you never send messages on? What? It's like, like, do you want to send this person, uh, send this picture to this person on Instagram? No, I do not. (laughs) So I sent you the first one, and the first one is fetus soap. Fetus soap. It is a bar of soap. Made out of <laughs> made out of natural ingredients. It, 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 it has glycerin, lavender, essential oil, goat's milk, uh, FCD dye red thirty three, MP soap, and soap base. And it may, it's made to look like a a fetus inside of a womb. And also placenta. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is an ingredient placenta. So you can buy it on Etsy today for $15. And here is the description. Love pondering upon the nature of our existence? Have a fetus soap to meditate those deeper questions through the through the routine of daily cleaning. As a sculptor, I believe in making the art that allows us to think about deep conceptual ideas on the accessible daily level. Great ideas come uh, come to all of us without time and place restrictions. The, re- uh, the reception of someone else's ideas should be given as fluid and serendipitous considerations. The embedded fetus is made of goat's milk soap, made from goat's milk soap. The outer embryonic sac portion is made of melt and poor clear glycerin soap. Each soap is created one at a time using a fetus mold made by yours truly. Castoring mimics gestation and birthing with, with its long production process, patience, and curing. At 12 to 13 weeks, the fetus is averaged to be around 2.5 inches, which is the side of the fetus in the soap. We were all this size once. <laughs> Brando, that is some weird shit you find on the internet, my friend. Um, what's the price? What's the price on this bad boy? Uh, $15 a bar. $15? No, sir. Not in my house. <laughs> But it, yeah. but it's art. Fair enough. This is um, okay. Well, Brando, here's my first one to you, my friend. Oh shit! I can't wait. It's so stupid. 
<laughs> the no phone air. It's a hand. Like you're holding your cell phone with nothing in it. For five ninety eight. I wonder if that is I wonder if that includes shipping. <laughs> no phone air, I think, is the episode time. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. <sighs> oh fuck. Oh man. Alright, so I have another one sending over to you right now. <laughs> Just wait till you see this right here. This, my friend, are the possum fur nipple warmers. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Why is this a thing? Okay. Possum fur. Nipples can be warmed with a tongue or with other activities with involving friction and lubrication. You do not need to put possum fur. And, and second B, if I'm putting fur on titties, it is not going to be from a fucking stank ass possum. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <coughs> This is available for uh, uh, $14 New Zealand or make four interest-free payments of $3.50. That is the Blaine Tyner payment plan right there. <laughs> I love you, Blaine. Uh, a truly fun gift. That's funny. A truly fun gift or a functional accessory, these possum fur nipple warmers are a real treat. Made from made from circles of genuine New Zealand possum fur, the latest eco fur on the market. These can be placed inside the bra to give the luxurious warmth and softness and comfort to the wearer. They come in natural brown or four trendy dyed colors. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it's not for sexual use. No, no. This it's is for internal it is to warm your uh, the female nipples or male nipples if that's what you if that's what you go with. But it is to warm up your nipples. <laughs> that's gotta be a button. Oh my god! <laughs> it's made to warm up your nipples. <laughs> it was just so matter of fact. Right. Oh fuck me! Yeah, so uh, I do believe it is your turn, my friend. I've got quite a few. I have some as well, so I'm just going to keep going as you go. There you go, my friend. <laughs> but this is a little bit more expensive than my last one, and way more real. <laughs> I've seen these. I've actually seen these yeah. butt shaped pillows. <laughs> I've actually seen ads for these on like, like on Instagram. <laughs> it's like the Wish app Amazing. or something. Um, I've actually, uh, uh, while scrolling through the Wish app ads, I've actually seen those fucking, uh, those those rods you shove down your pee hole. I've gotten ads oh for that. My <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh, my God. 
that hurts so bad to think about. Not to mention, number one, their rods you shoved down your pee hole. Number two, they're they're cheap Chinese made. Uh, if I'm going to do it, I'm not going with Chinese steel. Oh man, I, uh, American steel. Speaking of wish stuff, man, I wanted to talk about that for a minute on the show too because they like some crack pipes on there, dude. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know if you saw it, but a couple weeks ago, there was this phenomenon, at least on my Facebook. There were probably, like, 50 different people on my Facebook that had posted a screenshot of their of Wish telling them that they needed this elephant golden penis thing. <laughs> it was like a paperweight of an elephant that was like a giant cock fucking thing. And all these people got it, like, um, you know, visited by the elephant, the golden elephant penis. You know, maybe that's the episode title, golden elephant penis. I don't know. Um, so speaking of big of, uh, of big penises, I sent you the link to this one because there's more than one picture to look at. It's on Amazon. You can buy it right now for $7.99. It is called Sir Perky Novelty Wine Pourer. You squirt. Uh, you, it, it, it's a red dude with his hands and legs. You know, he's he's like, yeah, with his big old red dick hanging out, and you screw the dick into the cork of the wine. And where does the wine come out of? Because you don't pull the cork out with 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 the wiener. Scroll through the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually through the bottle. You said a wiener. You said a wiener, dude. <laughs> oh, that's funny as shit. It's actually not a bottle opener. I'm sorry. You don't screw it into the cork. You just screw it into the bottle. The wiener goes in the bottle, and when you pour it, it comes out the butthole. Which is gross, dude. It looks like he's bleeding out of his anus. <laughs> It looks like my buddy Calvin when he drinks uh, uh, fountain pop. His ass literally explodes. <laughs> he, he said, <laughs> he literally, he, he gets a fountain pop and he, he's like, he can't hold it. He just sits down and it's an ass disaster. Just, <laughs> oh my God. What is wrong with him? Oh, dude, I don't know. But it's funny as shit. <laughs> ah! Oh. All right, dude. It's still uh, lighting up fireworks, bro. What the fuck? Indiana. Shit, it's my turn, huh? Yeah. Fuck. I say, because I sent something to you earlier. I want to go to use that one real quick. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> that is the. Uh, so. Go. You introduce it. Okay, I, I can't wait to hear how you felt about these. So these are Fashion Women Unique Loose <laughs> Fried Chicken Fitness Legging Pants. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day. These are leggings, which are, they look like, uh, you know, they're really tied around like the ankles. But then they're baggy. <laughs> They like look MC like MC Hammer pants, right? They look like MC Hammer pants, and they're baggy to look like a le- look like a turkey leg, almost. And they are absolutely ridiculous. 
They're orange and what in the fuck? And they're actually not that expensive. You can get an extra large pair for eight seventy four right now on Amazon. Minimal. Oh my gosh. All right, so this is you know how you have like a lucky rabbit's foot? Yeah. All right, so instead of a lucky rabbit's foot, what if you had a lucky kangaroo scrotum? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I'm looking at a pair of kangaroo nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, like the foot of the rabbit... Kangaroo scrotums are supposed to bring good luck. Jesus. I don't know about all that. I mean. You know how you have like people who like fidget with stuff? Can you imagine if you just sat there with your hand in your pocket playing with these kangaroo nuts? (laughs) (sighs) Oh, man. Uh, I have to hold on. I had a site that I had pulled up and it fucking shot out for my next one. Uh, I hate the internet, Brando. Sometimes on my phone. Oh, yeah. This is what I wanted to show you. You know, us guys, man, we live a live a pretty hardy life. And, you know, you were talking about your kangaroo balls and I think I have just the thing for that. And I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Fresh balls lotion. Twenty dollars applies as a soothing cream. Dries as a cooling powder. Prevents wetness. Anti chafing. Fresh I mean, balls. So far, out of all the things, out of, out of all the things that we've shown each other, uh, that seems like it could actually be, uh, you know, a real product, like a real useful product. Kinda, yeah. That's this next one's not the next one I have for you is definitely not okay. So this next one, I'm going it, for it. Uh, the um, this next one that I have, it is a for the medical field. It's for like an example. Uh, this is okay. a this is a mold that people can buy to you know to to show you the uh, the dangers of uh, chewing tobacco. <laughs> oh, that's fucking gross! <laughs> this product is called Mister Diplip. And it is available right now for the low, low price of $158. You know somebody has bought that to do something that is not to show people <laughs> what happens if you use dip. Dude, it's so disgusting. <laughs> it, this they is lube it up and just like fucking go to town on that oh. fucking dirty ass Dude, because all right, a lot of people who chew uh, nowadays, a lot uh, a lot of people use the pouches, and they're 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 you know they're cleaner for the mouth. There's there's no loose particles, but there's still people who do loose particles, and this is just a full gum and tooth ridden loose particle fucking mess <laughs> for a hundred and sixty fucking dollars. 
Well, maybe I can accessorize this fucking mess for you for seven ninety nine with this next product you can buy on the internet, which is called mushroom shaped lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that same guy that bought it that isn't using it to show his friends what happens when you dip. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the mushroom lipstick. <laughs> He's all over the top. <laughs> For the low, low price of seven ninety nine, you can rub a dick tip on your lips to get some beautiful, beautiful shade of red. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh fuck! We're gonna keep we're we're actually gonna keep it going thematically here about dicks. This is another medical thing. It's available or was available on Amazon. <clears throat> this is a uh, what the fuck is this? This is a, another three D model infant circumcision trainer where they have different dick sizes and t- things you put in there to learn how to cut the dick skin off of infants if you're a doctor. Whoa, that's fucked up. <laughs> Let it's me just currently unavailable. Yeah, currently unavailable. It's out of stock. Uh, we don't know when or if this item will be back. It's sold out so fast. Uh, let me just say that this is the second thing that I found after the infant thing. And I'm like, okay, we have to do an episode about all this shit because I'm like, why is there a 3d model of an infant's wiener kit to like practice cutting the skin off of it? It's fucked up, dude. I mean, Oh man, I don't know. I don't know which one to send. Oh my God. You know what I can do? I can send you both. Okay. These go hand in hand. These two go hand in hand. I gotta do. I have to do a little scroll capturing to make it happen, though. Okay, save. Here you go, my dude. Oh, can't wait. You know, let's say Brando, you're you're you know you're in an, an we're in an advanced world full of people trying to be open minded, trying new technologies and new ways to teach our children and our youth. And maybe sometimes we need to just be a little bit more honest about the bum. And use these techniques in our teaching. <laughs> it's a rectum pillow or a rectum plush and butthole stickers. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what gets me is that is Good that job, the kid here's a butthole. <laughs> What gets me is that the butthole itself is a little dilated, so it's not completely closed. <laughs> oh, that's gross. <sighs> oh, and, and you know what? Uh, yeah, uh, they definitely bleach. Uh, <laughs> this next, they definitely that was clean, so fresh and so clean, clean. This next one is. Uh, <laughs> Penis bone jewelry. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, when animals die, someone steals the bones from their penises. And you can buy 
bones, the bones from animal penises uh, that people make into jewelry and sell them on Etsy. You can get earrings, necklaces, or just the penis bone as it is. <laughs> Prices range from four to thirty bucks. <laughs> Oh, oh, let's stick with wieners because it's funny. Here's one for you, Brando. Just in case you need to walk around feeling extra, extra, extra cocky. <laughs> it's a hoodie with dicks all over it. It looks like the cartoon dicks. It looks like the drawings from Super Bad. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, <sighs> I got one more. They're dick. also flowers. Y- yes, there are also flowers in there. I have one more dick thing to send you, and this is the penis growing spell. Starting at a bid of eight dollars on eBay, a powerful psychic will cast a spell on within forty-eight hours to make your penis larger, thicker, and firmer. Holy shit! So you, <laughs> so you buy it. You're like, have you done it yet? Well, now, like, have you done it yet? Oh yeah, it's totally spell. Uh, spell was sent, and you're like, didn't work. Uh, sometimes it takes a couple days to kick in. I have one more to send you. Sure, bring it on. Oh wait, hold on. So this one is on Amazon, and it is a piece of wall decor. Senior one was asthma, wall decal, peel and stick. It's an old lady, senior citizen, using a fucking inhaler <laughs> that you could you could put up on your wall as like a poster. Just, just random as shit. Old senior lady wall decal. It comes in multiple sizes. Is available on Amazon today. For the low, low price. Wow. Of starting at twenty one ninety six, going up all the way to fifty nine ninety six for the extra large wall decal of old lady using inhaler. <laughs> That is the that right there. Out of all the other ones, killed me the most when I first saw it. I said that is the most random shit I think I've ever seen. That is something that Bam Margera would have in his house. It really is, dude. It's like the strange. It's like what is that? Oh, it's my grandma. It's not even his grandma. <laughs> Just some old lady. Just some old Just lady. Some fucking old lady. She's over there hacking On away. His wall. Man, I was trying. I had a couple more that were kind of only decent, so I'm I'm gonna pass on them. They're not good enough, I don't think. So, I, I got one to send you. Okay, all right. All right. Bring, this me is, up. Bring it on. This is, I believe, an incense burner, where you burn the incense and the smoke goes inside the uh, the uh, porcelain. Okay, that sounds cool. And the smoke comes out her titties. Whoa, that's awesome. It's boobies. <laughs> that's awesome. I want that. That's wicked. <laughs> oh, man. 
I'm looking. I gotta see here now. <laughs> it's only eighteen bucks, and they're co- they're multiple colors, folks. The titties can be in different colors. Well, actually, when 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 you go to the different colors, they actually have different models. They have cabbage leaves. Oh, that's even. Ooh, damn! There's like a sexy ass dragon. I know titties are great, but dragons are cool also. <laughs> <laughs> Ceramic titties. I don't know why I crack myself up with that one. Damn. Oh my god. Brando, there's too much weird shit. Like, and like Wish, you know, you get the shit on Wish where it's like, buy this shirt. It's an Assassin's Creed shirt. You're gonna look like Ezio. And I'm like, fuck yeah. It was actually a hoodie buy this hoodie and it'll make you look like Ezio. And I was like, shit, yeah, dude, I'm going to be stoked. I'm going to get on my ladder, climb up on my roof, fucking pose like Ezio, have somebody take my picture. It's going to be great. It feels the bee's knees. And then it came in and it's just like a hoodie that makes me look really fat. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's not really an Assassin's Creed hoodie. It's just a cheap import from China that I bought a large and apparently, a large in China is Nate feels like a fucking triple XL now, and I am a fat. I should not go to China. They would think I was rotund. <laughs> what the hell is this? Uh oh. What have you found, young sir? I am thoroughly confused because this says it's a sex swing, but it's from fishpond.com. And it's it's a CD, <laughs> but the but 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 the what? cover but the cover art. I put it up to my screen that way you can see it. What the fuck is it? What am I looking at here? A sex? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm so confused. <laughs> so they also have underwear that come. Pre-stained with poop stains. Oh, that are for like to put your money in. Yes. Okay, so I found a soda pack on Amazon, twenty-eight dollars. Shit, that better that better be the best soda in the world. All right, so this is called from a brand called Lester's Fixings. Lester's Fixings. And you get flavors of soda such as bacon. Weird. Buffalo wing. I like that. Sweet corn. Bizarre. I don't know about that. Pumpkin pie. No. Ranch dressing. Leave. Right. Go. Get out of here. Peanut butter and jelly. Stop. For the love of God, someone stop this madness. <laughs> this soda. It's oh. not, it should not be sweet corn. You drink the sweet corn water when you've eaten the sweet corn. You don't fucking get, make a pop out of it. That's gross. So here's one. That's like saying you're going to make pickle pop. Grass soda. What kind of grass soda are we talking about, Brando? Yeah, mowed grass. Oh, not a different kind of grass? <laughs> no, not that kind of grass. But 
but uh, shoveled and bottled in the USA is dirt soda. Since when does soda? Who the fuck is buying that? I don't know. (laughs) Who wakes up and says, "You know what, motherfuckers? Fuck it. I'm drinking some dirt soda today. Fuck you. I'm gonna go get some grass soda. Live it up. Eat some pumpkin. Drink some pumpkin pie soda." So this guy, he wrote a review, five star, drinkable, just barely, definitely lives up to its name. You'd expect the name Dirt Soda is a joke, and it'd be chocolate or root beer flavored, but nope. It's like potting soil and mushrooms combined. I doubt I'll ever get it again, but I finished the whole bottle, and I'm glad to say I tried Dirt Soda. <laughs> for, the, for the flavor, it gets two stars. Part of me almost liked it. While in general, it was just weird. I'll give it five stars for actually being soil-flavored pop. Ew. Bro. Not a fan. Oh, shit. I'm pulling up something now because this is, you know, we're talking about stuff on the internet. Uh Uh-oh, what'd you find? Another review said... This drink will clap you so hard that you feel like you're eating dirt while this drink is giving you the pound down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, Brando. So I have a question. Do do you know about you were talking about reviews. Do you know about Haribo Sugar Free Classic Gummy Bears? The ones that give you the shits. <laughs> yes, they do in fact. <laughs> oh man. So I don't know if we've ever done it here, folks, but there are people who have written reviews on Amazon for these gummy bears, and I'm going to read one. <laughs> it is the top one. And uh, there are, there, I mean, there are several that are really good. You know, uh, worked like a charm, eat if you dare, performed exactly as advertised. Um, but then there's deeper in here. So here's the first one the horror at 30,000 feet. <clears throat> My flight was leaving at 8 in the morning after waking and trying to get to the airport. Grab something to eat. I usually take my time and do things in order, but not this day. I was traveling from Boston to L.A., coming home from a work trip. I do it regularly, so nothing was new to me. I stayed at the same hotel. I knew the time I needed to leave to get to the airport on time. During my work trip, I stopped at the convenience store and saw these gummy bears and thought they would be a perfect gift for my son, Charlie. He loves gummy bears and gummy worms. So the morning I was headed back to L.A., I slept through my alarm. That never happens. I rushed to get out of the hotel. I threw these gummies in my carry-on bag to make it on time to the airport. After speeding and filling up gas in the rental and made it to my gate as they were boarding, I get on the plane. I head down the aisle to find my window seat near the middle of the plane. I asked politely for the two adorable older ladies sitting in the middle and aisle seats if I could pass by to my seat. They obliged. <clears throat> The lady in the middle must have been around 80 years old, so I took her. it took her some time to get up and uh, make sure she was holding on to something so she didn't fall as she stepped into the aisle. I thanked them as I sat down and settled into my seat. 
Fast forward 20 minutes as we're reaching our cruising altitude of around 30,000 feet in the air. I reach onto my carry-on bag, grab my headphones. I see the gummy bears. Since I'm hungry and need something, I decide to open them up and just have a few to hold me over until we land. I want to save some for my son. So maybe I had four or five, but I had four or five too much because once the bears had a few minutes to adjust to their new home, they began to work. It started out with a little cramp, which was normal with gassing on a plane. You do not want to fart on a plane, so you hold it in. This is airplane etiquette. It would come and go over a few minutes, so I thought nothing of it, and then it got worse. The cramps intensified. The sweating started. I began to notice the older ladies looking over at me. About 30 minutes eating the bears, my thinking went from, oh, these are just farts, I can hold them, to, oh, dear God, not here. <laughs> I have been a Christian my whole life, and this is the test. If there is a God, please help me leave this plane with my dignity intact. After waiting for the intense cramp wave to pass, I stood up, jumped over those two women. I could not wait for them to stand, so I stood up, my back facing them, and tried to shimmy past them. <laughs> I think a tune came out. <laughs> Because I heard one of them say, oh, Lord, what was that? <laughs> oh, After reaching the aisle, I waddled back to the back of the plane where the least amount of risk would be. To my dismay, it was in use. That left one bathroom left in the front. I looked down the aisle and saw my Mount Everest. I had to somehow keep my wet cheeks tighter than Fort Knox, whistle watering forward, praying no one got out of their seats. After five minutes of stop and go, I made it to the bathroom and was pulling my pants down as I entered the bathroom. The doorway was still unlocked as the, <laughs> as the sweet release was underway. <laughs> Oh, my God. <clears throat> I thought I died. I thought this was it. Even though I was on the throne confessing my sins, I thought my time was called. I lost count of how many knocks at the door there were, but I must have been there in there for 45 minutes. But I made it. I washed my hands. I threw water in my face to calm me down. Opening the door, I saw the faces looking back at me. Apparently, the seal of the bathroom was not <laughs> airtight. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awful. <laughs> Letting just the slightest airflow from the bathroom to the main cabin possible. These were daughters, mothers, children looking at me. I could feel their questions and comments. What have you done? We still have two hours left. Please divert this place. <laughs> I'm almost done here. As I began to walk down, the man in the first row of the first class grabbed my arm and he said, Hey, man, where is your seat? Confused, I told him, and he said, Go get your stuff and come back and sit here. You need this more than me. I was embarrassed and ashamed. I had a family at home waiting for me. I recommend, I recommend these bears to anyone, but please eat them responsibly. Ooh. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> oh man, that's that that's funny as shit. Um, Killed me. So, 
yeah, to wrap up the show, I'll, I'll read a couple of Amazon reviews. Do it. This one is for a uh, the Winger sixteen or one six nine 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 Swiss Army uh, knife giant. This is like it's got like forty thousand things in one. The thing is, this like it's almost a foot long, dude. It's giant. Jesus Christ! This review, it's a three star review for uh, for by Christie. Changed my life. Received this knife as a gift for my eighteenth birthday. Wish I had known what it was because as soon as I touched it, I grew a mustache and became a Navy SEAL. Mom fainted and my dad laughed and handed me a beer. <laughs> I was born a girl. <laughs> I was born a girl. Minus two stars because my breasts were really nice. Oh damn! Minus two stars. <laughs> Shit. So, so this next one is for a book called "Where Is Baby's Belly Button." Uh-oh. One-star review. Do not buy this book. You can see the ending right right on the cover. <laughs> uh, that's funny as shit. The review says, this book is completely misleading. The entire plot revolves around finding baby's belly button. The title makes this clear from the beginning. However, there is no mystery. There is no plot twist. Baby's, <laughs> baby's belly button is right where it's supposed to be. On baby's stomach. Right where it clearly shows you on the cover of the book. This plot is a complete mess as a result of its reliance on the mystery of where the belly button is. Everything falls apart the moment that you realize the belly button was in plain sight all along. There is no conflict, no character development, and there's scarcely any plot. Whoever wrote this book must have a serious error in judgment because you <coughs> would have to be an infant not to immediately understand where baby's belly button is. This is one of the worst pieces of literature I've ever read. <laughs> Damn, bro, why did you take it so personal? <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> oh, oh my god. All right, so this is a this is this is a Veet for Men hair removal gel cream. 5 stars. Good product. Makes my feet. <laughs> Makes my farts sound louder. The hair must have acted as an inner <laughs> The hair must have acted as an interlocking silencer. <laughs> I must give this Jesus big thumbs up to five out of five. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude. The, a one-star review. This is for a UFO detector. <laughs> I don't know if this is a scam or if mine's broken, but it doesn't work. I'm still getting abducted by UFOs on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> I can't detect these motherfuckers at all, but they find me. Oh, dude, there's one for the Nexus Silent Wired Mouse. My girlfriend and I were on the verge of breaking up because I would keep her awake at night with my constant mouse clicking. Not anymore. Consider this relationship saved. The mouse is so silent, she'll sometimes forget I'm even home and, and invite her lover over. He's a pretty cool guy. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
So, hey, Brando. What's up, dude? Do you remember before we officially started the show why we decided to jump the gun and start this show? Uh, because of uh, we were trying to help out because of Chris, right? No, 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 no. Wrong, wrong thing that I'm talking about. I'm talking oh, okay. About today. Oh, today. We jumped in and started the episode a little bit quickly because we were talking and you said some really funny shit to me. Yeah, you're and right. And we never got back to it. So I'm just trying to find a way to jump on this motherfucking segue and not wreck it into this. So. My yes. my kid, my kid, man, he is he has been saying all kinds of crazy stuff lately. I can't wait to hear some of the stories. <clears throat> so today, he called my wife a bitch. Okay, that's not oh, that's man. not good. Hey, I don't want to be in the room when that happens. No, it's Jump not out good. the fucking window and run away. So, speaking of Runaway, he has been addicted to the Bon Jovi song, Runaway. And, Ooh, uh, nice and, uh, you know, we listen to a lot of different music in the car. She likes different music. I like different music. He does, too. So, we're trying to raise him in a way, raise our kids, to where they're exposed to multiple genres. Let them find their own musical journey. And uh, sometimes it's difficult to find something that both me and her agree on. Uh, but we were on a road trip and he, and we were listening to nineties country, like Alan Jackson, Brooks and Dunn, George Strait, Randy Travis. And, uh, Wyatt had got the song from Trisha Yearwood. She's in love with the boy, but he keeps messing it up and says, she's in love with the barn. She's in love with the barn. Like at one point, at one point he said, she's in love on a barn. Uh, so we're trying to tell him she's in love with the boy and he starts trying to say it and at some point he said she's in love with the bitch boy (laughs) and we're like what no you do not say that you do not say that and <laughs> so then he's like, he goes to say it again. And I'm waiting for him to say it again. And he goes, she's in love with a scratch boy. Okay. She's in love with a scratch boy. And we're like, no, it's just, she's in love with the boy. He goes, no, I changed it. She's in love with a scratch boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I changed the lyrics. Yeah, he did. So I asked every once in a while. I'll just try to get funny answers out of him and ask him questions like, "What's your favorite color? Uh, what's your favorite food? What do you want to be when you grow up?" And this time he actually answered. I, 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 he he wants to be a singer. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, interesting. What songs are you gonna sing? And he goes, "I'm gonna sing Post Malone Rockstar." And I'm going to say the F words when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> he said that to you? Yes. I'm going to say the F words? He, he, he said, I'm going to sing the F words when I grow up. Like, because we, because 
he got exposed to that probably from his cousin and really likes it. And back when he would first listen to it, he wouldn't, he was to, to him, the words are gibberish, but he recognizes the word fuck. And <laughs> he'd be singing it. He's like, Jubba, 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 fucking, fucking fuck. And it's like, no, no, you can't say that. <laughs> Only grownups could say fuck. Well, he has been, a, he was a little shit all day today. Bad attitude. Oh, no. Throwing fits. I, my microphone just fell, made a loud noise. And he, he kind of got in some trouble today uh, for not getting what he wants, doing stuff he's not supposed to do, not listening. And we get home today and <laughs> we told him he's going to go home, eat dinner, and go right to bed. And we pull in and he goes, it's bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) He just admitted defeat, bro. It's bedtime. Well, and then it's like, and then my wife is like, yeah, because your attitude has been shit today. He goes, he goes, it hasn't been shit today. Damn. Like, and then she was like, Fuck, why did I say that? Because now he said it and he, damn it. Oh my gosh. This kid. I don't know what I'm going to do with him. When I ask him, I'll say, what am I going to do with you? He goes, I don't know. And I'll say, I don't know either. And he says, I don't know either too. <laughs> it just keeps it going. Yes. And then I'll say, I don't know either two either. He goes, I don't know either two either too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yesterday I got home. The first thing he says, he runs up to me. <laughs> Bless you. He runs up to me so excited. He goes, Daddy, I pooped. you've been doing that your whole life son great job we've been potty training finally and uh, he he finally is starting to to get the idea that he because he refused to he he held his poop in for like three and a half days uh oh no yeah refusing to go on the potty and he finally did and then he had to tell the whole world about it <laughs> I could just imagine, like, if he were a vlogger, like, you know, baby vlogger, he goes, What's up, guys? Wyatt here. I just pooped today on the potty. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Did it. I get to uh, get my tablet and live stream for you guys. Uh, you know, Daniel Tiger's pretty cool. I'm really digging him right now. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you know, but she's in love with a barn. Uh, she, she is. And uh, not only that, but she's a little runaway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, we caught him. Uh, he, he likes to play with his tools, and he has a hammer, and he pretends that his hammer is Thor's hammer. And That's he, awesome. And he runs around. And, and I had a screwdriver. And I can't remember what who he said I was. 
But then he gave me both of them. He goes, here, you're Thor and you're Iron Man or something like that. He goes, and I'm going to be, I'm going to get. And then he runs all the way back into the playroom and goes, and he stops in the tracks and goes, I don't know. And then he runs back. (laughs) (laughs) Just gave up on it. He's like, he's like, I'm going to get, I don't know. (laughs) Oh man. Can I tell you something, man? Like, as I've you know had to step in as Ollie's parental figure in life, yeah, and um, and I and and you experience things in a child's life that you just like not. I don't think I don't think like any kind of training was prepared for this. <laughs> so like, V had to work. I was watching Ollie. He and I were hanging out all day, and he looks at me and he's like. I got to poop. And I was like, all right, man. Like, cool. Like, okay. And I am very much like a teacher when I'm with him. I try to be like, it's in your hands, man. You're smart. You can figure this out. So I'm like, all right, well, when you go up there, you're going to wipe yourself. Like, no big deal. Right. So he's like, will you sit outside of the bathroom and talk to me? I was like, yeah, no problem. So I'm sitting out there and he goes, and he's like, uh, Nate, can you come here? And as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, something's not right. This kid is five years old and the biggest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> How a five-year-old clogged the toilet with that veracity is insane. Oh, I mean, it was, it was the size of his fucking arm, dude. What the <laughs> fuck? <sighs> but, you know. He wiped and everything was cool, but then there was this other time. This this is this is a funnier story because it was just like I think he thought that there was going to be a different reaction from me because I think he had experienced someone else in his life give him a, a not as cool reaction as I was about something. So we're all hanging out, and he is. <laughs> It's funny just to visualize how it all went down. So he walks up to me. He's like, hey, Nate, I need to go use my pee tree because he's got this stump that he likes to go outside and pee on. He's a boy. So it's like it's a primal thing. You know, you let him do it or whatever. So I see him out there doing his thing. But I notice he's like wiggling a lot. Like he is wiggling a lot. And I'm not right with Ollie. Like, something's weird. And he walks up to me, and he is, like, ghost-faced, bro. And he just goes, uh, Nate, I poop my pants. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, it's okay, dude. It's fine. I'm going to go get your mom. Because she could probably help you out and tell you how she wants this done so there's not a mess or whatever. But, dude, that kid, man, he's he's got giant's blood in him. That's all I'm saying. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. There's something not normal about him. Whoa. All right. So my kid is, like, so weird. So, like, every once in a blue moon... I'll get home and they won't be home yet. Maybe they went to like her sister's or something. And, sure. uh, 
you know, usually after working in a factory all day and sweating my ass off, first thing I do when I get home is I take a shower, wash that stink off me. And Got to. Th- th- this has happened more times than I can remember now, but like when I'm in the shower, they'll get home. Usually, like she tries to get home around the time I would, right? And I'll be in the shower and I, he will run in there. He goes, he goes, Daddy, you taking a shower? Yeah, dude. You got your penis? <laughs> let me check hold on yep <laughs> it's wednesday it's still there well and then there was another time where i got out of the shower and was reaching you know for my towel and was drying myself off and he runs in there he goes hi daddy that's your penis and he points and pokes it <laughs> You're like, come on, dude, what Whoa. the fuck? And so we told him, no, you can't touch other people's penises. You can only touch your own, right? Yeah. And so during this whole potty training thing, she let him roam around the house with no pants on, no no diaper on, thinking, like, let him get uncomfortable with, you know, if he's comfortable, because he started pooping in his underwear a little bit. So it's like, let's get him uncomfortable into where he's not going to be able to just, like, go hide and poop in something where he's going to want to go sit down yeah. and poop. So I got home from work this week. <clears throat> Might have been, It's probably Monday. And he's running around without a pants on. You know, just free balling all, <laughs> free balling along, running around. And it, I sat down on the couch. My wife's sitting in the chair where where I usually sit, but I sit down on the couch. So that's that way. I'm, I'm not asking her to get up. I'm just going to chill out for a second and talk to her. And he sits down next to me, lays down, and opens his legs up. He's looking down. <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts, like, touching his penis and making it move. And I'm like, whoa, dude. He goes... I could touch my own penis. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> you're like, Shit, well, <laughs> yeah, correct. You are correct. Kid. You have addendum in private, not in the living room in front of other people. He goes, I could, t- <laughs> I could touch my penis in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh. The exploration phase is weird, dude. <laughs> it keeps getting weirder as they get older. Oh like, man, it's it's definitely yeah, it's bizarre to say the least. I walked in to get him up today, and he goes, "Daddy, you're awake today." <laughs> I fucking hope so, kid. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we got problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I mean I guess they have problems you wouldn't really know about them <laughs> obviously <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awful of me oh man. Shit, man no some of the shit that he says is just off the wall hilarious it's like it's like him trying to figure out the world him trying to you know <laughs> Coming to his own. Uh, yeah. He, uh, I, 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 like in my in my downtime in my spare time, I've been playing uh, 
like last year's wrestling game just to, to like to mess around with. And then uh, he's like, is that W Chip W? W Chip W? W Chip W. Just <laughs> <laughs> <His> championship. <laughs> I, I think he thinks her actual chips <laughs> because he associates That's funny. Uh, chips by color. Like laser yellow chips. Well, one oh, like a few weeks ago, I was eating uh, salt and vinegar chips. I get weird cravings for them every, every now and again. And the well, they're blue bags. He goes, "Those are those are blue chips." Uh, yeah, they're different, buddy. You want to try one? They look like yellow chips. Yeah. And then he goes, "Yeah, I'll try one." And I'm waiting for the uh right. And his uh, face, uh-huh. his face goes, uh. I'm like, and, I, and I'm like, do you like it? He goes, yeah. I have another. <laughs> Just he, he, you could tell he was unsure whether or not he liked it. But then he's sitting there, and of course, my wife hates the smell. She hates them. And then um, I'm eating bologna salad, which is like ham salad with bologna and Miracle Whip shit that I grew up on. She hates that shit. It smells awful. It tastes awful. She's like, get it away from me. And he's, I'm like, do you want to try it? And he's like. Yeah, so he's sitting there eating my lunch with me, and she is like, "Oh my god, <laughs> you have like forever." What has she done? She's created a monster. Like I, you know, I've created a monster. It's like it's like, oh no, now he likes all this stuff. And for him, the salt and vinegar chips, like he he, he says, they burn his mouth because he'll sit there and go, "Damn," <sighs> and then go get a big drink. Hmm. I like burning my mouth, Daddy. And it has more. Yep. Jeez, that's awesome. I can't get down with salt and vinegar, bro. It's not my jam. I don't know, dude. I don't know what it is. I never liked him, never wanted to, and then I bought like a, like a combo pack and didn't realize that they were in there. You know, kind of like didn't, you know, was bought them by mistake, and then I'm like, well, crap, I got to eat them. Let's try one. And then I, I tried it, I'm like, I don't know, but for me, it's like if I'm eating a sandwich of some sorts, if I take a bite of the sandwich and then take some chips, the flavors mix together pretty well. Nice. I like if I'm having bologna, I like bologna with mustard and put the chips on the sandwich and sometimes cheese for some reason. Like sometimes cheese is like really the jam on the bologna. I don't know why, but here's the thing that grosses me out. True story. Cooked bologna. Get the fuck out of my house. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> the idea of fried bologna turns my stomach. Like, my grandma used to cook that shit up, and I'm just like, get the fuck out of here, old lady. Like, that shit is nasty. Never got into it. Gross. But, but, but I have seen people cook it on the grill and barbecue it. Barbecue. Interesting. Like, take, like, go to the, you know, deli and buy a big wedge of bologna and like cook it on the grill and it adds like a smokiness to it. And like, I haven't tried it. In fact, I watched the barbecue pit boys do it and they made these sandwiches. And then the bologna cuts are like that thick. They're like almost an inch, inch, inch and a half. I'm like, Whoa, that's a lot of fucking bologna for one bite. Holy shit. But then they're like slathering sauce and other fixings on it. And they're going, Oh yeah. Tastes real good. For those of you, for those of you who don't know, Brandon is like, like, I'm I'm a pretty awesome like chef in the kitchen, but you are a true, and I can say this with all confidence, 
Like you might be the pod master, but you are also the grill master. Uh, you are a master of them meats, my friend. I would never have the balls to call myself that. But if but if other people want to give me the accolade and, and like the cooking, uh, I'll take it as a compliment. That it means a lot. Uh, you know, I, I do what I can with what I have, and that's all part of it. It's trial and error. And every time, every time you've ever cooked for me, it's been amazing. Man, I'm trying to remember, like, except for there was one experience that I want to share. That's funny. Okay. There was some kind of soup that was made. I don't know if you made it. I don't know if Caitlin made it. I don't know who made it. It was like, um, it wasn't really a gumbo, but it had like sausage in it. It was like a thicker jambalaya something. Some yeah, it was some kind of jambalaya or something, and I don't know what didn't he, but that shit destroyed me, and I destroyed your bathroom. Holy <laughs> hell! Like whoa! Oh man, dude! I just know that I was sitting there after we had eaten because uh, I had like two bowls of it because it was so good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm. I'm a glutton for your cooking, man. Like I will just make myself hurt on it. Cause I don't always get it, you know? And I just like scarfed the jambalaya down. And I just remember like, it was like a couple hours later, maybe like one in the morning or something. My stomach just goes, <laughs> and it rolled over and I went, Oh no. And it felt like I might've been 3000 feet in an airplane, you know, cause I'm in your house and, trying to be polite but i'm also trying to have the uh you know <laughs> you know uh power of satan move through me in this extreme instance you know where something has got to evacuate very very quickly and with much force one I, I think uh, it was the last time or maybe the time before that i stayed at your place um, you know, usually when I, when one of us stays at the other place's house, other person's house, it's a long day. Uh, there, there's a lot we going on. We get it in. We, we yeah. get our licks in. And there's a long day. There, there's, there's not a lot of stopping. And I remember like waking, almost the same exact story. Wake up middle of the night. Like, man, I haven't shit in like 12, 15, 20 hours. <laughs> You know what? You're right. I better go. Although if I don't go, we're gonna have problems. And uh, so then you sit down and go, and you almost have like a dumb and dumber moment, <laughs> where you didn't do your research on the bathroom before you sit down, and you sit down and you do your business, and you get done, and you cannot find anything to wipe your ass with. <laughs> you're like. Oh no, I hope they are not out. <laughs> and thankfully, uh dude I'm like I'm like trying to do like simple, very simple like all right, logic. If there's any toilet paper yeah. in this bathroom from where I'm sitting, it's got to be within arm's reach. <laughs> there's no way any sane person would place toilet paper out of arm's reach. <laughs> It just in case. <laughs> and I was correct. It was hiding somewhere, like in a cabinet or somewhere. I'm like, ah, thank you. 
the Holy Grail. I felt like Indiana Jones had, had swiped the one roll of toilet paper and replaced it with the, the bag. Like, whew, whew. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Man. I have so I was it's weird because I have several funny like bathroom incident stories. You think about the blaming and whatnot, and that's funny and everything, but like um I'm trying to think. Okay, so I have a really good I told one of these like last episodes, so I'm gonna keep with the tradition and tell another funny old apartment story, okay? <laughs> before we get out of here. So it's my old apartment and it's me and my buddy Eric who kind of lived there, but also kind of didn't like we helped him move out. A lot of his stuff stayed at our house for a while. He slept there on and off, but also stayed at girls when he was, you know, dating them, stayed at their house a lot. Well, he was home and I can tell you, I, I don't know the exact date, but if you looked it up online, you could tell me, but it was the day that the metal gear for beta launched okay. okay online right so i spent all day downloading this thing because it was kind of the olden days a little bit so it took a lot longer to download something yeah it wasn't just like a 20 minute fucking process of course they still make it difficult because now they're like oh download times are faster here 50 fucking gigs for one <laughs> game 97 gigs worth of updates for one game you know so anyways, we down, we're downloading this, and we're waiting all day to fucking play it and whatnot. And my buddy and I are just chilling, and the discussion comes about that he wants to drink. I was like, man, I fucking hate drinking. I just want to, like, if we're going to drink, let's play a game or something. He's like, fine, man. Fucking come with the game. Fucking play it. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll do it. So I go in, and there was famously this Miller Lite glass that I had that was like a 32-ounce plastic mug that I guess you probably bought from somewhere like Pizza Hut or something <clears throat> in the 90s or whatever, right? So we'll that up with 16 shots of tequila, or vodka, sorry, 16 shots of vodka, and 16 shots worth of orange juice. So the mixture is half and half for a perfectly pure screwdriver and the in this 32-ounce cup. We take the cup, we set it all the way at one end of my apartment, and you remember where the kitchen was, one end, and you could stand at the wall of the kitchen, and if you faced with your back against the wall, you would look directly to my balcony, okay? Yeah. So we're standing at the balcony with one pong ball with this fucking cup at the wall throwing it just trying to get something to happen and we're saying you know, if it sinks in whoever you know between eric and i if i make it dude you gotta drink it bro okay fine fuck you whatever so we go on and 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 on it's like 30 minutes and i'm starting to get bored and i'm kind of getting pissed off that i can't make it we've had several like hit the fucking rim of the cup bing ponged around almost attempts Finally, I just feel it in my guts, dude. I'm at the balcony. I throw the pong ball, and I go, nailed it. And I walk away, and I hear plunk, and it goes in. And Eric's like, fuck. 
So he walks over. He's like, all right, man, I'm man, I'm my word. And instead of just like taking his time and, and, and as an adult, I look at this now, we were kids, obviously. Instead of taking his time and fucking drinking it slow, <clears throat> he fucking goes to Chugtown, dude. And he just... So now he's got the 16 shots in him and the, and the, and the orange juice in him. And he's, he's real drunk. <laughs> it gets worse, if you can believe that. It gets so much worse. Oh, my God. So now he's really drunk. And he's competitive. So he's mad that he lost. And I'm like, I won't play you, bro. I'm not doing it. We're not going again. Like, you lost to me once. I'm not doing it again. You already, you're fucking drunk, dude. There's no need. Well, right when I said that, our buddy Mike comes into the apartment. He's like, hey, guys, just got off work. What are you doing? I tell him the story and recount him to Eric being drunk to that point. And I'm like, and Eric wants to go again. And Mike goes, fuck it, I'll play. So we fucking fill the thing up again. We set the cup again. Mike and Eric start the tournament. Back and forth they go. It's only like five minutes, and I walk away in here. Are you fucking kidding me? So Mike has sunk the ball. Eric is <laughs> flush. Oh, shit. What do I do? He chugs the fucking thing, dude. So now he has 32 shots. I swear to God, I really witnessed this happen. This is alcohol poisoning actually affecting a human person. I'm going to take you through the whole thing. It's a great story because it's so fucked up. So he is fucking shit-faced, like beyond drunk, beyond anything of normal capacity. He is gong-showed. He's like, I think I need to lay outside. So he goes out on our balcony with a fucking little fucking flag that he had. He got from our other roommate's room. And he just like lays outside on the balcony and it's cold. I'm like, bro, you can't lay out here. You're going to freeze to death. He's like, let me freeze. And I was like, dude, you can't do this. It's not smart. He's like, fine. So I leave for a second. I'm like, I'm going to give him some space. I walk back out there. He's standing up, grabbing leaves off the trees and eating them straight up, bro. He's eating the leaves off of the tree. Like, what the fuck? The fucking brontosaurus. <laughs> so he is just like super fucked up. So I'm like, dude, you need to go back. You need to sleep. Come lay on the floor in the in the in the living room. So as you knew, like when you walked into our apartment, you would the TV was right to that wall. So he was like laying right in front of the TV asleep on the floor. He's asleep on the floor. Sarah walks in to take a piss. She walks in. She shuts the door. She locks the door. I hear Eric go, oh, no. And he sits up, and he starts crawling towards the bathroom. He gets right in front of the bathroom door. (laughs) Sarah's pissing on the other side, mind you. And she just hears, oh, oh, Okay, and a lot of splashing because 32 ounces, 64 ounces of liquid comes out of him, plus the eggs he had made for dinner. Oh. Oh, dude, it was a fucking crime scene. Oh, no. So Sarah has to open the door, and she is furious. It is not looking 
good for Buddy Eric involved, which would have led puking in front of the bathroom door. And Eric's like drunk as fuck. I'm so sorry, Sarah. I'm so I'll clean it up. Give me paper towels and I'll clean it up. <laughs> for the most part, he cleaned it up, dude. But he was still fucked up, so we had to put him in the bathtub and like turn the water on and shit oh and like gosh. get his head right. Yeah, we were idiots back then, bro. That was stupid. I don't know what we were thinking. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Holy crap. I have. Well, I think I have never been that drunk. Um. Good for you. Uh, maybe, kind of, but not that drunk. I've only thrown up once off of uh, off of alcohol. And I actually, like, forced myself to do it because I was trying to go to sleep and the room was spinning. You're like, this is not going to end until I stop feeling this. Well, and I would lay there, try to fall asleep, and I would just feel myself wanting to throw up. So I'd sit up and it would go away. And then I would get, I would get good. I'd lay back down and then go back. I go, and I'm like, man, this, I'm, I need to go to sleep. So I, I lay back down and I'm like, all right, it, if memory serves me right, it should only take about two to seven hours for me to have to throw up. And, oh, wait, and not that long. There it is. And then I, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to actually wait longer <laughs> than what I did when I would set up to stop it, get it to where I'm actually going to throw up and then run and go throw up. And then I would felt better. But there was one time I, the very first time I ever got smashed, smash was the night that Ronnie James Dio died. Damn. Like uh, a rainbow in the dark. Yeah, like a rainbow in the dark. Uh, we had a party that day. Uh, we don't normally do parties, but we had a, like, we had some people over, we grilled out, we played cornhole, you know, uh, ladders, is, you know, a good time, right? Good time. Hanging out, you know, drinking, uh, I started drinking in the afternoon and I never got, I was buzzed like pretty much all afternoon and, and, and <laughs> into the evening and we worked second shift. So like we didn't have to go to bed early, but, and then yeah. I'm in the kitchen cleaning up everything. Like I was so, I was so buzzed that I cleaned everything up myself. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on a roll. Let's keep going. I'm, I'm like, I'm happy. And I remember, like, I'm going to clean this up, and I'm going to go play some Red Dead Redemption and ride around on my horse. And then I hear from the other room that Ronnie James Dio died, and I just was like, and because I'd heard he'd been battling cancer, and so I proceeded to drink some more, and then the drunker I got, the worse I got with fractions. And... (laughs) (laughs) Usually works that way. My mixed drinks ended up becoming drink mixed and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, what are you drinking, Brandon? Oh, this is like 97% vodka with a splash of Mountain Dew. Great job, bro. <laughs> and then I, yeah, I got so drunk. Um, uh, I'm like, not even, I'm wobbly. I can't, I told Caitlin, my wife, that, uh, you know, she was laughing at how drunk I was. I told her, I and it's as drunk as I've ever been. Zebra is a big word for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good shit. And then she wanted to try and have drunk sex. And I'm like, 
How are we going to do that? I'm not even horny. <gasps> I can fix it. And then I got on the computer and started looking at porn. And I was just I was just laughing and pointing and laughing at it. <laughs> to the to a point where I passed out and just fell out of the chair. Jesus. And then she had to help me up and back into the bedroom and I I just kept getting distracted. Is that a double entendre? She helped you up? Uh, no uh, well later but like she she helped me up <laughs> off the ground no later and then was, uh, she had did someone's hair that morning and uh, the hairspray was still in the living room and i kept like hey what is a hairspray doing in the living room <laughs> <laughs> and she's like i did my friend's hair this morning i'm like oh, and then you didn't put it back where it goes I'll put it back. <laughs> Kill trip three thousand. Oh shit! And so then on the way back, we our cooler. I the only thing I hadn't done was empty our cooler, which still had some like some Smirnoffs or something like that, or some Mike's Hard Lemonades or whatever. So I went to the cooler and grabbed another drink. She goes, "You don't need any more," and I'm like, "I don't think you understand how thirsty I am right now." <laughs> And I drank and chugged that whole thing wobbly the whole time. And then we get in the bedroom and I start rubbing on her. And then I do this thing where I climb on top and then I fall asleep. <laughs> and I like hunch over. <laughs> That's the episode title. I climb on top and fall asleep. <laughs> I couldn't stay awake. Uh-oh. And then I had to Damn. go. And then I had to go pee. And uh, I had to. She had to help me up to the bathroom, where I could then lean on the wall because this is uh, the bathroom. Uh, the pisser was like in a very small nook with a stand-up shower with a, like the sink section was like outside of that. So I, I'm leaning on the wall so that way I don't have to stand and I'm pissing. And uh, I remember grabbing like, like I'm like, I'm going to read you a bedtime story. And I grabbed the, the, the first Dexter book from the bathroom. <laughs> I was in there. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, I open it up and I'm trying to read the first sentence and I keep, I can't, I can't get past it. <laughs> I have to keep starting. I keep losing my place. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I got back in bed. It was a rascally first line. <laughs> I get back in bed and I'm laying there and I'm like, Man, I really wanted to play Red Dead Redemption. And she goes, you still can. I'm like, I can't even stand up by myself. How am I going to ride a horse? (laughs) (laughs) And so then I had to go pee again. 
So I had to rinse and repeat, do the whole part over. Because when you drink a lot, guess what? You pee a lot. Do you believe that if you break the seal like early, that that actually affects it, or is that myth? You think every time I've ever peed or uh, drink, I've always peed. The same anymore. But uh, I remember going pee, and then I grabbed some sort of pamphlet, and I was going to read that to her, and I hold it up, and I'm like, I don't even understand this. Oh, it's upside down. That would be a problem. (laughs) I was so drunk, I couldn't tell it was upside down. Oh, man. I actually... um, Oh, that's funny shit. I did sober up enough to play. uh, Because, I mean, this was only like 10 or 11 at night, and we didn't have to go to bed to like 8 in the morning. Technically, so I, Jesus, I I started drinking. Uh, she goes, you need to drink some water, and I'm like, you're probably right. <laughs> I'm new to this whole drinking thing, but water is a necessity for life. <laughs> oh my gosh! Ouch. But it, I mean, yeah. That was the first time I ever got wasted. I I got other stories, and we can wait on those and tell tell those other times. But whew, yeah, I climbed on top and then fell asleep. Man, I climbed on top and fell asleep. That's a great uh, end of the episode, Brando. Before we get out of here, let's do the plugs. You can check out the OGs every other Friday right here on the Network of Journey into Comics dot com. Get us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. Your radio, Google Play Music, Spotify, Castbox, TuneIn, and many others. Just search Journey into Comics Network. Also, go to patreon.com backslash journey into comics for give us a dollar for early access and exclusive content and all the other goodies that we have over there. Also, go to Game Addicts Podcast on all the different platforms like iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, Spotify, Castbox, TuneIn. Many others, just like I said for Journey into Comics, we are all on all the same shit. It's amazing. You can subscribe to both of our feeds, and it's awesome all the time, Brando. Do we have anything else you want to add, brother, before we get on out of here? Yeah, Game Addicts Podcast. We stream live each and every single week on twitch.tv slash Game Addicts Play, as well as on our on our uh, Facebook page, same title, Game Addicts Play, and Mixer. We're on Mixer now. So uh, that's a new adventure for us. We're trying to figure out Mixer. It's a whole. It's like trying to learn a whole new language. But uh, we're on there. And then, of course, you can check out our, our YouTube channel, Search Game Addicts Podcast. That is your one-stop shop for everything that we do for the podcast, for gameplay. Uh, I've been playing some Mass Effect recently, and uh, you know, there's going to be more gameplay coming there in, like, in the near future. Hell yeah, man. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for episode two of the OGs. I'm one half of the OGs, Nate. I'm the other half, the OGs, Brando. We will see you guys later.